Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I know it's easy when you're a Nebraska ball fan to get all caught up in your feels after a loss and instantly think that the world is coming to an end. Mm-hmm. But... um it was going to end at some point. I mean, the winning streak was going to end at some point. Not that it was this hellaciously long winning streak by any stretch of the imagination, but certainly Nebraska had built up a lot of goodwill. A lot of goodwill. But last night, it came up short. And I know a lot of folks are going to focus on the foul discrepancy and the 20 fewer free throw attempts. In other words, what... Seems to always happen on the road. Mm-hmm. I said seems to. It doesn't always happen on the road, but it certainly seems that way, where you get a wild foul discrepancy. But, um, yeah, I mean, Ohio State has been playing well since they let Chris Holtman go. And I know it's frustrating because they were without their point guard last night, but sometimes that can actually be disadvantageous to the team like Nebraska, who then all of a sudden it's like, oh, we got to prepare for something else. I think back to just a couple of weeks ago when Butler came into Omaha and we found out right before the game, oh, yeah, Posh Alexander's not playing. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the first, anytime you see a frontline player, oh, oh, this is good. And then what happened? Butler had their best offensive day of the season. Creighton couldn't stop them. And I realize every situation is different, so um, it's not always a great one-to-one comparison. But sometimes that can actually be to the benefit of the team that's injured because especially if you're really detailed into the scouting report and you're like, okay, this is what we're expecting, and then you get a curveball thrown your way, it can throw things off just a little bit. Now, that said, I think Nebraska played well, for especially in the first half. And then it got away from them a little bit in the, early in the second half. And then and they, they make it to, close. They tried to scramble back, and yeah. you know, that's when the foul discrepancy kind of hit its uh, apex. Yeah, there was a couple of moments deep into the second half where Nebraska has the ball down by two, down by three, um, with a chance to tie it, maybe take the lead. Um, there was one in particular, was it Gary, who kind of airballed it? And that was the moment that I thought, that if they're going to do it, it's going to be now. And they just were never able to, to get all the way even. Yeah. They were never able to take the lead in the second half. And then, yeah, like you said, it got away from them at the end of the game. It's funny, and, and not to echo you know, Happer again, but I, I said this earlier in the week to echo him at that moment. Um, after the St. John's loss by Creighton, I was in the same boat as him. Not going to overreact to it. Didn't think that it was that big of a deal, all things considered. And sure enough, here Creighton sits as a two seed in the Big East tournament and, and everything is kind of potentially weird. a two seed. Two, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Um they gotta win out. Yeah, exactly. Uh and I think that Nebraska I I feel the same way. Like sometimes you run into a team that has a lot to play for um and gets the better of you that night. But I don't think that last night should be any sort of like a panic inducing loss. And I'm not saying that's what the reaction is. I have no idea if that's what the reaction mm-hmm. is. 
Um, but I don't think that it should be. I think you should be frustrated by it. But of all the games, you know, when we've been looking at at the the predictive websites, like this was the one in this last stretch of games that those websites had Nebraska losing. You know, you can't do you can't lose at home in the last home game. You can't lose on the road to Michigan. Mm-hmm. But this was going to be the one of all of the ones that they were going to lose. This seemed to be the one. The uh, free throw rate, basically the percentage of time a team's getting to the foul line was the worst uh well second worst of the season for Nebraska um second only to the Minnesota loss up in Minneapolis. In fact, if you look um that rate last night's rate was 51.9%. The one against Minnesota was 54.7. The next closest bad in air quotes free throw rate was Illinois 42.9. So almost 10% less than last night. Mm-hmm. So it, it it shows... I know I know there have been other games where people have been frustrated by foul calls, especially on the road, but this game and the Minnesota game are especially to the high end of the spectrum mm-hmm. versus anything else on the um, on the chart. And the other thing, too, was, you know, um, Nebraska did. One of the biggest things that, that helped them win the first game was they absolutely shot lights out from three. Lights out. Nebraska's two-point field goal percentage, first game, second game, against Ohio State, identical. They were 16 of 34. 16 of 34. Identical. The difference, Nebraska made four fewer threes on six more free throw attempt or three point attempts. Yeah. So it was a lower percentage and a lower overall output where Ohio State uh Ohio State basically almost duplicated their two point field goal percentage from the first game and actually had two fewer threes difference free throws. Yeah. Free throws in Nebraska made fewer threes at a worse rate than they did in Lincoln. Josh writes, foul rate more about offensive approach than some horribly officiated game. See, and I know that this is where I will disagree with a lot of Husker fans watching that last night um, is that I I didn't watch the game like thinking that it was some like wildly poorly officiated game. Yeah. I thought that it was about the way that Ohio State, you know, some of that obviously was on my way home after the show, so I didn't get to watch all of it. Right. But it, it seemed more about how the teams were playing and how they were attacking the rim or not attacking the rim. But I also know that I am different than than most or than some in how they watch games where I don't I don't kind of view it through that that lens. But I, I have watched games where it seems like, oh wow, the officiating really got team X or team Y. I didn't think that that's what last night was. But I obviously disagree with a lot of people that watched the game last night. I just didn't I never got that vibe from watching the game. You know, the only reason that I I knew that people were pissed about it was because of my group chat blowing up and because of Twitter. But yeah. if, if I, you know, when I was watching it without looking at my phone, I never was getting that perspective from my, just from my end watching. The oh, Fred game. Hoiberg last night uh, said, we talk about shot fake discipline and anytime they had a shot fake, we were jumping at it. And if you are jumping at shot fakes, especially on the road, you're probably going to get got more often than not. 100%. And, you know, so I give, I give Fred credit for not going all the way in. Yes, certainly, you know, they're. There's always going to be calls that are missed, 
especially with guys like Tominaga and you know how much he's getting held up this year trying to get around screens and get open shots. And Fred talked about that earlier this week. You know, um, I've been working on the officials. I've been working on my letting them know. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't really the point. The point was they were fouling too much last night. They were falling for too many jump shot fakes. And, you know, again, it's it's life on the road. That's why winning road games is so tough. Yeah, and that, I mean, that's the bummer of it all. It's not even so much like what happened but the the result of it in the end where you could have moved to a 21 and 8 record you could have been 11 and 7 in the conference and you know as we said yesterday it really did seem like a game where they could have locked up you know the berth and i i I still have zero concerns about them making the tournament but it would have been nice just to give yourself some extra breathing room uh, ahead of sunday versus rutgers or ahead of next sunday versus michigan Mm -hmm. it just would have been nice to not have to worry about that to you know to continue to talk about the double buy opportunity etc but they didn't, you know. They missed some shots. They did, they just they had multiple opportunities in that second half to get a bucket to tie the game or to take the lead, and they just were unable to do it every single time. And I give them credit because they would miss, and then on the other end, Ohio State would go, and they'd go back up by four or up by five or up by six, and Nebraska seemed to get it back down to two or three multiple times. They just were unable to take advantage whenever they had the chance. Well, on that point, it's time to check with my buddy Bart. Bart Torvis. It is the Big Red Big Bart update. Oh, look at this. It didn't hurt. They're fine. It didn't hurt. You know why? Bart thought they'd lose the game, too. Mm. And remember, Bart's projections always account for how he projects to the end of the season. So if Nebraska was expected to lose and they lost, their status probably isn't going to change a whole lot. And it did not. The current Big Red Big Bart update, Nebraska is still on the nine line. And that means they're not on the bubble. Nope. The uh, four teams at the bottom, shaded in gray, are the last four teams in. They are Seton Hall, Florida, Atlantic, New Mexico, and Virginia. Again, this is Bart's projections to the end of the season. Nebraska sitting at uh, 83%. 83% chance of getting into the tournament. Now, it did ding them a little bit, but... Really, not a whole lot. Yeah, and along those lines, you know, we do our buddy Bart. We don't do our buddy Joe, but Joe Lenardi, Joe, Joe Lenardi, uh, he put his uh, latest update out earlier today. You could call that party with Lenardi. Mm, and he did, he uh, highlighted teams uh, that have a 90 plus percent chance to make the tournament in green. Uh, let's see. And this team, is his This is his estimate. Correct, yeah. Yellow teams are last four in, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Creighton, obviously, is a green team They're here. They're green, very green. Uh, as is Nebraska. So both Nebraska and Creighton, 90-plus percent chance to make it into the NCAA tournament. He had them actually on the eight-seed line coming into today. Interesting. So that is his latest update. So, Well, the final two games, again, they're not going to really – they're not going to do a lot to help – because Rutgers is a quad three 
Yeah, the worst is, is they they could they could hurt. Like yeah, you don't yes. want to lose this one. These games, yeah, these games will do more to hurt Nebraska's cause than help. So yeah. you're you're winning to to prevent hurting your cause because they still have. Because you're not gonna you're not gonna help your cause with these two games because they still have a clean resume when it comes to bad losses. Yes, right. Like yes, the, they the do. Worst they do the not have. They do not have a quad three loss. Their worst loss. Yeah, who is this year? Loss? Is Rutgers on the road? Which was and they're ninetieth now. Remember road games, or it's a little more lenient on the road because uh, they're ranks, quad three right now. Ranks at home. seventy-five to one third or seventy-six to one thirty-five on the road is a quad two. So Rutgers is in the quad two category. That's their worst loss. They have no losses to teams in quads three or four. So and to go back then to this weekend's game, Rutgers quad three game this weekend because it's at home. So like th- that's the good thing is they just yeah. don't have any of the bad losses. And so you you just want to make sure that you take care of business. It would be, a, I mean, it'd just be a real stink bomb after this entire season, where they have rolled at home outside of the Creighton game. Yeah, uh, they've really rolled at home in conference. And and it's not again, it's not just winning. They are rolling when they play at home outside of a couple of games. Uh, this is the one that you just want to make sure you get because you don't want a bad loss on the uh, ledger. The uh, good news is Kansas State. Is a quad one win, mm. but they're right on the border. They're at seventy five. That is My literally goodness. the cut line for a quad one road victory. But so for right now, uh, Nebraska's four and seven versus quad one, three and two versus quad two. Non conference strength of schedule, three twenty. I mean, we know that you know wasn't a great non conference schedule, but we knew that going in, so that's yeah. not not a big surprise. Now looking ahead. To this weekend, first off, uh, just to give you an idea, Nebraska could have bumped their percentage chance of getting into the tournament to over 90% with a win last night. Mm-hmm. So that's why I show that up at the top. Um, so the difference between the win and the loss. But the leverage was only 6%. Earlier in the season, Nebraska was playing games that had 20 and 25% leverage, meaning the difference between getting in and you know, the, the difference between a positive and negative was 25% As we, swing. Now, because the, the numbers season's are getting, getting later, yes. Nebraska's accumulated more wins. The numbers are getting smaller. The numbers are getting just a little bit smaller. Yeah, we talked about that a couple weeks ago with Creighton because like their leverage is like a super small percentage. Yes. And, and the other games that they need are also super small percentages. And so last night didn't really have a whole lot for them. He games uh, tonight and tomorrow, and again, not, not big, but these are the ones that have the biggest leverage. Coastal Carolina, James Madison. You want Coastal Carolina. Fresno State, Nevada, you would like Fresno State. But it's only 2 2.5% leverage on those. On Saturday, uh, Duke, rooting for DePaul. Good luck with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Houston over Oklahoma. And then I highlighted at the bottom. See, it's funny because we just said, hey, the leverage wasn't but, very big. And this is why I go back to what I said before. about The last two games aren't going to help Nebraska. They could hurt them, though. They can hurt them. Yeah. So you win to prevent getting hurt. Correct. Because it's not going to really advance Nebraska up any seed lines. But it could drop them down precipitously. Yeah, the, the leverage on the Rutgers game is 20%. In other words, if Nebraska wins, they pretty much stay where they're at at around 83% of getting into the tournament. That's before all the results of this weekend, of course. Mm-hmm. And But if they lose... They drop down to sixty three percent chance of getting into so the tournament. So again, must win just because it can't. Yeah. it's a must not lose. It's, it's a must not lose. Uh, Adam wants to go to Negative Town. 
Why? He says, how fitting, in parentheses, awful, would it be for NU to lose out and go one and done in the Big Ten tournament and miss the NCAA tournament? Negative boys. Negative boys. Exactly boys, like how boys. football got to six wins. I think it means five. Everyone was feeling good, and then they lost out. The curse would be real at that point. John, if they that would lost be bad. Out, if they lose out, that, yeah, I mean, that would be bad. Yeah, because This is they, not good. They're, they're not. This is not good. They're, they're, they're going to win these last two games. Oh, no, this is not good. That's what we They're going to win these last two really games. not good. It's really they're, not good. A, they're not going to lose at home because mm-hmm. they're not playing Creighton. And they're not going to lose to Michigan because Michigan sucks. Mm-hmm. Michigan is bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, take that, Michigan. Well, they yeah. are. Congrats on the Natty in football, but it's hoop season now. Way to cheat for the Natty in football, Michigan. Mm. We care about hoops here, not yeah. football. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I think, I, I think... You know, everything's going to be fine. It'll be fine. Bart says so. Bart says everything is fine. I think everything's fine. Bart did predict the loss. Just don't lose. Sometimes, sometimes it's good to take one on the chin so you can be reminded not to get too fat and happy and then come back and play better in the next game. Yeah. They've done good this year, I think, when they have had their backs against the wall. Yeah, how many times has that happened this year where people, people have... Whoa. Counted them out. Talking about Jack Mitchell? Yes. Yes. Whoa. Yeah, don't don't nudge your head at me. Where people have counted them out, and then they immediately said, no, no, we're fine. Yeah, and I would say every, essentially every home game this year. Every time that they have lost, you know, because they've had a multiple two-game losing streaks. Multiple two-game losing streaks, and they've always come out of it strong. Now, now they've only lost one in a row at this point, but I'm not worried. I'm not concerned one bit. They'll be fine. Yeah. And if they're not, you can blame John. Yeah, John, or what Bart. The hell? Wait a minute. Why would you blame me? What blame did I do? Bart. What did I do? You're the one being a prophet for Bart. Mm. I'm yeah. just I'm reporting. Bart reports, and then I pass it along, and then you decide. You decide. The, 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 the bummer. The bummer head. about losing <laughs> oh. last night was you. You're for the moment on the outside looking in for the double buy. Yeah. You've lost that control. Uh, but Wisconsin, who is floundering is probably going to lose tomorrow to Illinois. And then they have Rutgers and Purdue. Purdue. And they have to play at Purdue. Mm-hmm. So Wisconsin has at least one, dare I say, two losses remaining. Yeah. Uh, a couple comments real fast, and then a sports flash, Nick, so I have it ready. Oh. Sam writes, Nick Boss said it would be better for them to be a 10 or 11 for that second round game to avoid the one anyway. People are saying this. Yeah, I then would, you get the two or the. Yeah, three. I would. I would. I would prefer to be a ten because an eleven means you're right on the cusp of not making it. I, I, or you're playing in uh, Dayton. Yes. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, I mean, now I've been on the record and I stay on the record. Even if Nebraska were to end up as one of the play-in teams, that counts as a tournament win. Mm-hmm. I don't care what anyone says. Um, but oh. yes, I think um, a ten, a ten would be just fine. Yep. All right, Nick. Give it to us. Sports Flash. Time for an unsportsmanlike conduct sports flash update. Sports Flash. From the Sports Flash Sports Desk. It's Connor Happer. Hi, Happer. I got a Sports Flash for you. Nebraska's baseball game has been canceled. Why is that a Sports Flash? It's news. Wow. Jeez, Happer, go home. Go to it. Go home. Uh, Severe weather. So they're not getting to play Michael College of Charleston no. today. Michael's not one to buy into the weather. He hates 
He hates when weather interrupts things. Uh-huh. Sports uh, the game will not be rescheduled this weekend, and they'll try to play again tomorrow. First pitch coming at 5 o'clock. Sports Originally, the game had actually been delayed a little bit. Sports but then they were like, actually, never mind. Sports actually. Play. They decided pretty fast, though, John. You would appreciate this as a broadcast. Good. 44 minutes ago, they said the start of t- today's game has been delayed. Now they say, cancel culture. Wow. Has come for baseball. Woke baseball. Yep. Classic. So, there you go. You can't listen to the, the Huskers. You know what, though? You get to listen to us. How our, much more fun is that? And you get to go to 1620thezone.com and sign up for our email so you could maybe win a trip to Vegas. Mm. Maybe win a trip to Vegas for the college basketball playoffs second weekend. God, that's so cool. By the way, uh, yeah, tickle some chains. Creighton is playing today. They're playing Air Force right now down in Texas. Why wow, you're oh. rooting against the troops? I can't believe you're rooting the against Air the Force. Troops. I don't c- consider the Air Force troops. They're, they're air troops. They're airmen. <laughs> they are air they're troops. Airmen. Unless you're in the though? space force, because then you're space. Don't the navy? Doesn't the navy also fly planes? Don't people yes, say the yes. navy have There's better people that fly planes? I did not say that. That no, was I thought that's Josh. what people say. I don't know what mm, people are saying, but it's uh, bottom, saying. bottom of the third, 1-1 one, one against Air Force. Mm, Creighton's offense apparently broken. They only have one run. Yeah, what the hell? We were we were talking them up, and now they're bad? No, it's. Yeah, I mean, eventually they were going to not score 22 Is runs Is Ed Service trolling us ahead of his guest appearance on the show next week? I have no idea. He's joining us Tuesday, I Nick? Yes. I don't, I don't wow, I, I can't don't, believe I this. Sandbagging. 1-1 one, one in the third. We'll keep an eye don't on Don't you sandbag like that. Uh, still to come, Kent's Movie Club. Nice. And uh, Sam McEwen a little bit later on. Hell yeah. And? And? Well, the playoff. Oh. And some rule changes. And some rule changes. Talking about this, I've decided over the last couple days, makes me sad. Mm, good take, Nick. What makes you sad? The new college football playoff stuff. No. Because this is for the playoff after the playoff, because we know the new playoff for the next couple of years, yes. and this is the playoff uh, after. It is. One the next couple of years is going to be so good. Yeah, and then it won't be. Yeah, indeed. 1620 The Zone. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply.